Howdy! Thanks for tuning in to Orion Photo Group's exclusive podcast. For each episode, we're going to dive into the lives of OPG's photographers and videographers across the country. We're going to talk shop, hear their stories, and listen to any advice they want to offer us up. So grab a tasty beverage and settle in for some fun conversations featuring our little community. That's you. Let's go. All right. I am here with Danny Kim from New York City, uh, Outer Borough, Queens to be exact. Uh, I'm excited to interview you today because, of course, I'm always excited to have New Yorkers on this podcast and uh, uh, not living in New York City anymore. I am uh, always, uh, uh, I miss my town very much. <laughs> so with that being said, Daniel, please say hello. Hey guys, uh, yes, it's Daniel. Yes, I'm from New York. And yes, um, yeah, I'm shooting a wedding for now. And yeah, you could ask me any questions you want. <laughs> I'm happy to answer. All right, cool. Uh, do you prefer Danny or Daniel? Um. Right now, I guess Daniel is better. <laughs> okay, cool, <laughs> cool. All right, so um, Daniel, uh, uh, and 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 first of all, I, we were talking before um, we got started. I'm I'm originally from Queens as a kid, um, but uh, I spent a lot of time uh, in my old stomping grounds over the years. Uh, one of my favorite things about the area that you live in is there's so many great choices for food and and great. Um, just so many different kinds of food and the best of it. Uh, my dad was a union electrician and he used to work in Queens quite often and he would come home with either Chinese food or um, uh, uh, Indian food or whatever. He would always he would always come and we used to love it and I miss it very much. Yes, yes, we have a great food out here. I know, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. All right, so... Uh, uh, I was reading your bio before, and it said that you have been shooting for about 17 years, and uh, you started with your studies in fashion photography. So I kind of wanted to start there because um, I went to FIT in New York and originally wanted to be a fashion photographer. So I mm -hmm. wanted to kind of get your thoughts on like where you started and your like your original sparks in in photography. Um, actually, um, you know, like every other students, you know, until you go to college. You don't really know what to do, you know. Yeah. So actually, a uh, computer science major, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had no idea what I was going to do in the school. Okay. I college, and you know, just uh, went to the classes and just felt that all those like programming in front of the camera, like the computer, it was just not for me. So I started exploring, and then um, so I went to Buffalo, SUNY Buffalo. Okay. So. There is like um like a huge art you know art center like there separate. is yes yes so you know you have to take some you know like basic classes and then um I had one of the basic classes in the art center and then um I noticed there were more like freedom in that place <laughs> and something that interested me more so I started taking like art classes and photography classes and you know I just switched my major right away to the other you know the art center interesting and then i took the photography classes i did like some film classes you know like back in the days with all the films you know yeah so you go thing but i enjoy like you know like spending time just by myself there <laughs> <laughs> but i liked it so that's how i started the photography uh-huh 
after like I graduated, you know, I wasn't sure um, which field I should be getting into. And then um, and I'm Korean. So in Flushing, there was there used to be a huge wedding studio. Like um, they used to do like, um, I guess like, it was like around 2005, six, and they did like almost like six, 700 weddings a year. Wow. Yeah, it was just one studio, so they were really big. And then um, I just went there to, you know, just part-time, you know, trying to see what the wedding, you know, photography is about. And in the beginning, I really didn't think that a wedding is kind of fun and, you know, all this thing. I just, <laughs> something that I could, you know, help me out in the beginning. But um, eventually, when I got into the studio, there were, like, other photographers there already. And then um, I saw their photos, and my photo was like, you know, not even close to theirs. So <laughs> it took, you know, something, just shoot like something, you know, better and better. So I stayed in the studio for like three to four years. And, and those like years, I think I shot like maybe like more than almost like 100 weddings a year. So wow, gave me a lot of uh, experience. Yeah. But it was just like um, I don't know. Like there wasn't much creativity. Yeah. It was you know shoot and you know next shoot next and those kind of uh, photos. So you know I got tired of it and then, um, and I wanted to like explore the other you know photography. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, I got into like you know fashion photographers. You know, right? Yeah, there like um fashion photographers that I you know admire. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like switched to the other side and then started to shoot on my own. Oh. And, um, you know, like, you know how hard it is to make money out of it in the beginning? In fashion? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> good part for me. I knew, like, how what to shoot and where to get, but it was just not easy to, you know, make money. So, yeah. and then, but I did, like, um, three to, f- I guess at least, like, four or five years shooting the other side, but, um, the, I think yeah, it was around like 2013. I had a back injury. Mm. I had to like um, almost like a surgery. Actually, I did a surgery on like after I graduated college. Oh wow! That was like um, when I was almost like early 20s. So I had like a car accident, mm. and it wasn't like a really a severe like um, injury. But the doctor told me that if I don't do the surgery, I wouldn't have uh, like a normal, you know, I couldn't do normal activities. Ah. That's, that's what I decide. Either just, you know, just live my life, just, you know, not doing too much crazy stuff, you know, <laughs> just person, you know, uh-huh. or do the surgery <laughs> and uh, just uh, go out and, you know, do whatever I could do. So I did the surgery and I was okay, but around 2013 the back started to hurt again uh, the pain like have you ever had like a back pain before anything? yeah all my life mainly oh, from did. mainly from our profession but yes okay then you'll probably understand so the pain it just doesn't go away it's yeah. like for like 24 hours mm. like during the sleep and that lasted me like almost like six months mm. um you know i just I was just like, burned out because mm. of it. So everything I had interest on before, 
I just, you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. So, you know, like, um, you used to like the photography before, but um, after that, you know, incident, I just lost the interest. It doesn't, you know, give me any more like, um, you know, the sparks or anything. Yeah. So I just, you know, let everything go. And then um, I was almost about to go into the surgery again. So like doing the surgery second time is really, really bad for you. Mm. And then, um, you know, I just couldn't, you know, I was trying to, you know, just you know, delay and delay so that mm -hmm. I don't have surgery. But um, you know, the pain was just, you know, too much. It so, sounds terrible. Yeah. So I just, you know, got into, um, made an appointment for surgery. And maybe it was like a two weeks before the surgery. The pain just, just got, got away. It, it just completely disappeared. So they just say that um, if you don't have, uh, if you don't feel pain and pain, then no need to do surgery. So that because of that, I kind of uh, you know passed on the surgery, and then um until now I'm just you know I'm not doing any more like you know very uh, severe activities. Uh -huh. I don't. So I only walk for exercise, and I try to avoid anything. That's gonna, you know, bother or any, you know, have any problems in my back. So, so that's why, you know, it from that stage, everything like changed my like, perspective. I bet. That, yeah. So I just um, after that incident, my perspective in life just changed to that. Um, as long as you know, I could do like you know daily things, you know, uh -huh. just like a, just like normal, you know, daily things, then um, I'll be fine. You know, I don't need anything else. Right, Once right. That, I, yeah, I just felt like you know, so thankful for everything. So whatever yeah. I, I just felt, you know, I'm just thanking, you know, that, you know, I could live a day without a pain. And then from then, I just, you know, started doing the weddings again and more and more. And then, um, you know, I have a family right now, so mm -hmm. I have it. So they're now like 7 and 11. Mm. So I'm just concentrating on, you know, my family and my work. Mm -hmm. and that's all about it for right now. So, and things, yeah, it gives me, um, it's kind of hard because it's during the weekends, you know, I need to spend some time with my family. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it, I know. But um, during the weekdays, you know, I could just hang out with them more and more. Mm -hmm. So when I don't have some weekends, I, we go to like trips and stuff. So for now, we're okay for now. Yeah, that's 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 quite a story, and I'm glad that that you're able to. I I, I understand the back pain can be unbearable sometimes, and and really hard to deal with. Uh, so I'm glad that you found a way to manage with that. And and I also, yeah, losing your weekend sometimes can be very difficult as as part of the job. But I personally feel like. Um, being able to go food shopping on Tuesday and and being able to take advantage of doing things during the week. And then really for me, it was about taking advantage of the summer times uh, when the kids are uh, out of school and being able to spend time with them and really being focused on being present during those times. But I want to go back to uh, you were talking about working for that Korean photo studio and, and all that work that you did. And um, I, I'm curious, uh, I remember when I used to do engagement shoots in Central Park, 
there would always be these pre-wedding shoots down there. Oh, and did so, you? Did, what's that? Yeah, so it would be like a, you know, like um, for the pre-wedding shoot. Yeah. We had whole like package. Yeah. So what do is like um, we have a uh, we all have like a makeup and everything, the wedding right. dress, like a whole package. Yeah. So we at our studio. Yeah. So I, I kind of want you to describe to because I, I think that there's a lot of photographers across the country that don't understand the Asian pre-weddings and uh, and what they're all about. So I'd love for you to, to tell, like, expand on that a little bit more because I was always fascinated by them, and I actually uh, think they're wonderful. I think they're really amazing, but you know, maybe if not doing a hundred of them a year. But talk talk to us about that a little bit. Well, I mean, the um, like Asian institutions right now, mm-hmm. they don't packages too much right now. But in the old times, they did that. So what they did was um, we had um, our studio has everything. We have wedding dress, makeup artists. Right. We even had like a limo drivers. You yeah. Know? Yeah. One-stop shop. Yeah. Because, so, uh, you know, people doesn't like to do everything separately. They just want to, you know, get everything done. Especially Koreans, like, you know, they just want to get it over with. So. <laughs> yeah. Like um, they come in first in the morning, get the makeup and hair done. Yeah. Um, they get the wedding dress on. Then we have a like indoor studio, yeah. where we put the you know photo equipments, lightings to do the indoor photos. So that will take about like an hour, and then um, after that, they would change into um, another wedding dress, so different outfit. Yeah. Oh, and then we'll go to uh, outdoor shooting. So the usual spot for us was like um, old raspberry gardens. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know well. Yes, because um, we don't go to Central Park too much because our studio was in Flushing. Right. Old West Party Garden was, wasn't that far. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was a very nice place to shoot. Beautiful. And go to a lot of different places, but that was like one of the routines. So like outdoor shootings, maybe, you know, like two hours, but we don't really shoot two hours, but, you know, just going back and forth and everything. And then they come back to the studio and they do the makeup again. So it's for um, now. This is for um, just a casual outfit, you know, like right. just no, not like a wedding dress, but more like a, you know everyday wear, but more like semi-formal. But they need to do a different makeup because you know it doesn't match the wedding makeup. So they change the makeup and mm-hmm. everything. Then we might go to you know like Central Park or Brooklyn mm-hmm. somewhere around there and shoot for another hour. So that will be like from I guess like. 10 in the morning to like 8 p.m. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like crazy <laughs> long days, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be like, you know, work every day working. Like weekdays, we do those things. And then weekends, mm-hmm. we go to. But the reason uh, we have to do this uh, pre wedding shoot is because Korean wedding is just too simple, you know? Because uh-huh. there is nothing much going on. No. So we- we can't really sell the photos to the, the you know the clients. There's nothing interesting to give it to them, you know. Yes. So why we do something like you know and before to get all those photos done, and then um, on the wedding day it's just you know the ceremony and especially the reception is very short. So once like people is dinner and it's it's finished. So there's nothing to shoot. Yes. And that's why you know. If you want to make an album, you know, you need those good shots. Uh, so all those like images are coming from the pre-wedding. 
Yeah. yeah. Wedding day is just a little bit difficult for us. Well, and I used to always love how like elaborate they would be, and you know, I always thought it was brilliant to shoot on a, on a weekday to get a lot of these shots. And actually, when I would do engagement sessions, sometimes I would just show up at Central Park if it was a nice day, and I was meeting a couple there to, to let's say Bethesda Fountain, and I would get sometimes get there a half hour, forty five minutes just to watch those those crews come in and out and be a hair and makeup artist. It would be three assistants, somebody to help with just carry the clothes. And I, and, 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 and then later on in my career, it actually inspired me to start what I called, uh, I called the my heart New York sessions. And, um, I built it out of that inspiration where people would come to my studio, get their hair and makeup done, but we would do it as an engagement session. We never, we never do bridal pictures, but we would we would make a, like a full day of it in New York City, and my clients absolutely loved it. But the actual inspiration came from watching yeah. those crews uh, during those wedding days, and 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 you know the the dresses were you know bright red and and beautiful and and um, you know um, photographers generally look like they had been shooting about 150 of them, <laughs> but the clients were always very smiley. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I I really I really enjoyed that. Um. Any anyway. So moving moving past that. Um. How long have you been with Orion Photo Group? Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I think almost like ten years. Oh wow. Okay. And I meant to look up like so. You've done a lot of work with us over the years. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I wasn't really you know. Concentrating on shooting, you know, just just for Ryan uh, photos. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do a lot of freelance work. Yeah. So mostly, like you know, photographers that I know, you know, they need someone, then I shoot with them, or you know, so so I have like a variety of uh, you know sources for shooting. So yeah. it's me busy. So cool, um, cool, and it, yeah, I know I, I looked at your work on your website and. Uh, absolutely beautiful work. Um, I, I I really love everything that you've done, and and what what I love about your images is that they're super bright and super airy, and um, I can tell that you've you've worked um, really hard at at you know learning everything from how to get great detail shots to you know posing clients, and I absolutely love the variety in your images too, and I think that's something that you know, has something to be said. Like I see everything from Washington Square Park to Dumbo to the Brooklyn Bridge to, I mean, dude, you've been everywhere in New York. Um, and it is such a beautiful, well, to, you know, spots on Long Island to just a really well-rounded, uh, portfolio. Um, and so kudos to you for, for the work that you've, you've, you've come in, you, 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 you've done. Um, let me ask you, uh, Brian, put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, tell me about the, the the most favorite wedding you've ever photographed. Oh, the most favorite wedding? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you – I can't really think. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll let you think about that a little bit. And also getting back to your college, I, I, I went to FIT in New York, but I desperately really wanted to go to Buffalo. That was my first choice. Oh, really? My oh, dad, my, and they had a really good, they have a really good photography program, 
But uh, my dad didn't feel like I was responsible enough to be eight hours away. Right. It's definitely. Well, I think that was part of the appeal for me. But they had a very good program, and and I got into the photography program. I was accepted, but uh, my dad felt like it was just too far away. So uh, maybe some alternate universe. Maybe we would have gone to the same school together. You're much younger than me, though, so I would have come a lot earlier than you. Um, okay, so a couple of couple last questions, and if you think of that wedding that you really enjoyed shooting, uh, we can come back to it. But uh, what would be? Is there any advice that you would give to a person who is just starting with OPG or with a larger studio to help set them up for a success? Is there any like pieces of advice that you could offer to to help them in you know getting getting through their first couple of jobs. Cause I know for me, I worked for a larger studio for a long time. And I remember those first jobs are always kind of like a little, little nerve wracking in, in the sense that, uh, you know, it's the unknown, right? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, for me, like learning curve was pretty uh, easy because, um, you know, I told you like, I shot like, um, like hundred weddings a year mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. But of course like the, the quantity helps cause you know, you're shooting every day and then, um, Actually, we'll be following the you know the main photographer, and so they know what they're doing. So I will be just shooting you know next to them, and right. then uh, once we come back to the studio, I will see that photographer's photos from the beginning to the end. So what they tell told us is to just copy what the main photographer is shooting. So once you can do what the main photographer is doing, then you're set. You know. So learning from learning from the people and really absorbing the information that's given to you um, yeah. is what you're saying. I would advise like um, if you're starting new, please just ask the you know the lead photographers you know uh-huh. to to you know help them with anything you know they're not sure of because I mostly noticed that um they don't really ask about the photos <laughs> but they ask about it like um equipment you know uh-huh. and then you know like how are you you know shooting with other studios so they're not interested about like what to shoot or you know what is best way to you know get the good shots they are nice there's than those they're that's more good inter- advice they're more interested like what kind of equipment i'm using you know but <laughs> the equipment that i'm using is really not a big deal you know uh-huh it's like um what skills you have, you know, just, uh, the camera is just like a tool, you know? Yeah. So you don't really need like those, you know, heavy, expensive gears to shoot a good wedding, you know, as long as, um, you know what to shoot and, um, what, you know, what, what tools are needed, then that's it. You don't need, um, anything expensive. That's going to cost you like $10,000 or something, you know? I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think a lot of my friends and, and in my travels, I see so many people that are concentrating on moving up to mirrorless cameras now and they're spending tens of thousands of dollars on the newest formats, which, you know, you can still go in right now. You can go out and buy a 5D Mark IV for very little money and that camera will last you decades. I still yeah. shoot with my 5D Mark I and it still takes great photos. So I, I totally, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, so yeah, your advice would be to, um, as an associate, 
to really concentrate on on how they how the leads are getting those shots and ask questions about that versus what lens is that and what are your camera settings. <laughs> yes, that's that important. Once you get to more and more, it will just come to you. You know, it's yeah. just like that's really not a really important issue. It's about like what you want to shoot. You know, what is what is your vision? You know, those are the more important thing. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. All right, last question for you, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at your portfolio on your website. Uh, I see Ohika Castle. I see Central Park. I see this is like a who's who of, of locations. What is your favorite location to shoot in New York City? Oh, favorite location? Uh-huh. Um, well, I guess, um, I mean, there's so many different venues right there now. There are, yeah. I just can't one, but... Um, I usually like to shoot in like um, I guess in Brooklyn or even like uh, Long Island City. Uh-huh. I mean, if you just want me to choose one, it could be um, you know Metropolitan in New York City. Yeah, that yeah, there are some neat locations down in that Long Island City area, uh, and I'm blanking on any of their names right now. But uh, yeah, there are some there are some neat spots over there, and it's probably a lot easier for you to get to than Ohika Castle is. Well, I'm kind of in between, so yeah, yeah. Well, he is very, um, I I don't like traditional spots, you know. Mohika Castle is very traditional. Very. I mean, it's an like, amazing location to shoot. It is. But I'm more. I guess I'm more into um, something that looks that's not too old or, or something. I would rather shoot in a more like newer, you know, environment. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love the shot of uh, the bride and groom. Eating ice cream with the the girl in the the bikini at the the, the stand. That's a, it's a. I love humor in wedding photography. It's like my favorite, and that's oh. a that's a that's a great shot. I also love the Coney Island shots, which are which are amazing as well. Yeah, that's a great place. To yeah. Shoot. Uh, cool. All right. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for for spending some time with us. Um, I appreciate you sharing your stories and. All of that. Um, uh, thank you for being such a uh, Nicole who gave me your name to do this interview. Um, had only really wonderful things to say about you, and I appreciate everything that you've uh, you've done for us and all the couples and uh, and the memories that you've created for all these people. So thank you for that. Oh, that's great to hear. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll that'll wrap it up for us here on this episode of the uh, success stories for Orion Photo Group. Uh, if you have any suggestions for someone you'd like to have on the show or like to hear more of, please reach out to me, jgroup at orionphotogroup.com. And Daniel, once again, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, that was tough. No problem. Pleasure. Sure. All right, that'll do it for this episode featuring OPG's Best of the Best. Would you like to be featured in an upcoming episode? Or do you have a suggestion for somebody you'd like to hear from in our little community? Please email me, jgroup with two Ps at orionphotogroup.com. That's jgroup at orionphotogroup.com. I look forward to hearing from you and hearing your suggestions. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to hearing from you and your story. That's it for now. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day.